Technology Development Subcommittee meeting, meeting for August 16th to order, time being 550. Uh, note for residents, all citizens are welcome to attend public board and committee meetings in person. Meetings are also live streamed and archived by Franklin TV on the Franklin Town Hall TV YouTube channel. Meetings are also shown live on repeat on Comcast Channel 11 and Verizon Channel 29. And I think I've read somewhere that they're going to change maybe soon. Comcast only? Comcast only will change, so everybody keep an eye out for that. Um, in an effort to maximize citizen engagement opportunities, citizens are welcome to continue to participate remotely via phone or Zoom. The uh, call-in number is 1929 205 I don't have to look at it. Yeah. Uh, meeting ID number is 810-3387. 0118 and then press the pound number. Um, so tonight we are going to review a proposed sidewalk snow removal bylaw and um, I know we've done this multiple times. It's been on the town council agenda I think you said four years now, Jamie? I think it's been about two terms, yeah. This be the yeah, um, and we we're, we're just, Brutus came up with a a map for us to take a look at and he's here for guidance and more questions I think to answer more questions yeah and I'll throw it over to Jamie you remember really quickly Bruce is here this is just a draft the map was in the packet just in case anybody at home is watching franklinma.gov you can go to the EDC calendar or the town calendar and it's all right there um, and I'll let Bruce explain some of the assumptions in here but um, I think you know this is really defined by the council about the issues around snow removal, particularly I think around downtown, um, and, um, and so Brutus has some ideas for a conversation. Um, and I think one thing, Madam Chair, I think we do all agree on is the old bylaw had all this narrative and writing that was hard to understand. It was like downtown parking, um, and yes. so a yes. map like we've done with downtown parking, I think we all agree that if we're ever going to do this as a community, like a map is a really good visual to help understand how snow removal happens. So. Yeah, I find like a lot of people, I feel like the confusion is that people just don't know who's responsible for what. Absolutely. And and that's why maybe some of the sidewalks don't get cleaned off in time and people can't get to the train station. Right. But, because um, nobody really knows. Right. Right. This so. is evidence to see, <laughs> like, oh, that's my street, I have to do something, I don't have to do something. I think the map is the easy, is the easy right. piece. But as you're about to learn, we do a lot more than downtown. Right, and so yes. sidewalks, we have a lot of sidewalks in the community, and um, so just let Brutus kind of walk through what he's got here. 38 miles of sidewalks. 38 miles. Well, that's what is up in this yeah. corner here, right? Yeah, okay, Brutus. Thank you. So, um, as, as confusing as this is, sometimes I still get confused with a parking plan. But <laughs> I might have changed the sign down there uh, once or twice. <laughs> downtown there, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, just to give you a little backup, I'm just kind of going off my head and then really prepare a PowerPoint tonight. But um, so sidewalks in Franklin and our whole snow removal policy is, is basically um, tier number three. Okay. The, fir the first thing we're going to do when we do snow removal operation is obviously um, keep the roads open, you know, so we can get the emergency vehicles. That's what you got to remember. We get emergency vehicles around town. Secondly, we'd be take care of you know town buildings, including schools, you know, so we maintain all that. Mm -hmm. The third tier would obviously, which is sidewalks, and as sidewalks is um, 
it's, I don't want to say confusing, it's difficult, there's a lot of different things that go into it. So I, I've been here almost 18 years and um, you know, there's a lot of sidewalks in Franklin. We have a we have a list of sidewalks that was established before I was ever here, which is the prior the ones that we, we do. That was agreed upon uh, between uh, obviously administration, I assume the, the the council at the time, and obviously public safety and the school department. Which ones need to be done? Um, so in my time here, we have never added another sidewalk. And I you know I give you the example. We you know we now um, uh, do. Uh, Chestnut, Pleasant Street, you know, we built those sidewalks. We haven't added those. I mean, it, that's not ones that we're required to do or requested. We, are, we actually said we sometimes request to do them, but it's not, right. it's not right. required. If we get to them, we do. Because but, we have more sidewalks now than we had before. Correct. Yeah. So the one thing that we did do, and this map doesn't show, we got a lot of maps, but I did work with the school, because the, the issue that we have here in Franklin is we have a lot of roads and we're a community that we rely on a lot of outside contractors to help plow our roads. Mm -hmm. And then, but the same guys that do the plowing of the roads, my guys, the DPW guys, they're the ones that have to go get the snow removal machines. So we have to get those other three done, depending on the length of the storm, the amount of the storm, it could be three to five days we saw some year. Last year was easy, we had it done the same day because no snow. <laughs> But we go back to other years, if you know, if we get a foot of snow, it might be three or four days before we get all the sidewalks done. Mm -hmm. Additionally, one thing I did work in the school department, because they're obviously the, the parents are, are the biggest uh, people that call for sidewalks not being done, is um, we created like a mini priority area. So we went over to sidewalks and we looked at, so like the, you know, to, before we get all of uh, you know Oak Street, we want to get the areas around the school. You know, you know, instead of being able to walk all the way down the street, so we get back into town. So we prioritize that. But ultimately, it comes down to it takes three to five days to do it. Um, and you know, in the past, it was a bylaw that says that folks, um, at, you know, in the downtown area had to shovel. But there is no requirement now. There's no requirement for anybody to do any work on their sidewalks. There's, there's nothing. Right, because it was, um, we had 12 hours to do it, but it was unenforceable. There wasn't any fines and nobody enforced it. As well, well, it I was a $25 fine, but no one was enforced and it was very right. vague and it was, but so the, the, the council a number of years ago got rid of that. Right. Just to clean yeah. it up. So as of right now, there's no, there, there's nothing that anybody has to do on any sidewalk. Now with that said, some businesses come out and they take care of the sidewalks downtown. Some mm -hmm. businesses do not. Um, we try to get to the downtown, you know, it's, a, it's a pretty busy area. I think you know once we get a lot of snow downtown, if we have a couple of storms, we'll go down and clean up yes. after we take all the snow out of you know, downtown. That's a day process. But you know, depending on the amount of snow, when we get there, time of year, that could be one day after the storm or it could be three days after the storm. Mm -hmm. so, um, so that's what we have to do what we're up against. So one of the proposals, well, we've talked about a couple of things. Initially I talked about the, one of the easiest things to do to say um, all commercial properties or retail properties that are on the established sidewalk routes or elsewhere in town, they need to do the sidewalks and house. And my take on that is most, and I'm not saying everybody, but most commercial properties, they already hire a contractor to do the parking lots. So I, I'll just throw it like the Taco Bell or something down there. Mm -hmm. You know, they're gonna do the parking lot. If the, if the owner says, you know, you gotta do the sidewalk out front, they're gonna do it. It's not that big of a deal. And if we looked at all those properties, I read the, I read the times, it's basically 20% of the sidewalks that I do. So if that was gonna be done required by the town, you know, if they had to do it, that would make my efficiency um, 
20% better. So like I could get down to Pond Street quicker, down to the Kennedy School, or you know, Parmenter or Winter, it would, it would happen faster. So that, that would help the town out the public works. Um, the other thing we looked at is looking at the downtown area, and this kind of shows different areas, a little highlighted that, that we could say, okay, you're required in this area to go ahead and do your sidewalks. And put, put the, you know, it's, it's a burden like anything else, don't get me wrong, but it, it goes on the business. But I gotta believe, you know, as a business owner, you kind of want your sidewalks open, and a lot of folks, they do come out and do their sidewalks. And you know, and then, but I can understand it's also frustrating for some business, because you have my one guy out there does all the sidewalk, and then the guy next to it doesn't. You know, we go down there, and we'll, we'll clean up as best we can until we get the downtown done. And then also you get into the commuters, you know, where, where they where they park, and we have and they want to walk over and do things. Right. And I think that's very important too. Um, I, it, it really, and I'm sincere about this. It drives me crazy. Like two days after a storm, and I'm going down 140, particularly the section coming out of downtown, um, up up this way, and there's people walking in the in the road, no. and it, it's it's you know it's it's tough, and I, I feel so because that's where you're sending a lot of traffic. I feel bad for these folks. And we're trying to get as best we can. We did purchase a new sidewalk machine. Okay. As you know, $180,000. I mean, they are an investment. And um, you have to pay somebody to drive it too. Yeah, we have, yeah, well, sorry folks, but it's just a tiny. It's just like another thing. Yeah, it's just, it's, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing to do. Um, so if we had something that was in place that people want to do, I, I think that um, it would be benefit, you know, to the town. I think it's a benefit to the business for the most part. I mean. I mean, I'll sit here and say right now, people are going to go, like, oh, I can't afford it. You know, I got the small business. I can't do this. You put another burden on me. But you also got to look at it as we're a sense of community, too. You know, that, that's like me saying, well, I can't do the sidewalks because I don't want to do it. You know, you, you can't. We were all trying to get to, we're all trying to be in the right space at the right time to get it done. So and I think, you know, if we came up with some language that's reasonable, you know, I mean, it does have to be 20, 20 minutes after the storm's over, but, you know, within, you know, a business day or something like that. And then the only other final one I will I will throw this out here is um, one area I've gotten a lot of calls from. It's not even our road. It's it's the state highway, and it's um, westbound. It's it's actually I, I believe the building the Westerly. That is, is that a Franklin? It's a, yeah, yeah, it's right in line. I get a lot of calls from those folks because they do use the commuter station, and okay. and that's not plowed up there. It's you know it's not, that's not even a road. It's not, you know. But I, that's one area, I, you know, that, that doesn't make complete sense because, I mean, that's what the top, the state's trying to do. You're building high-density housing next to rail stations so right. people can walk, wow. and it's less yes. than a half mile. But yeah. we're not clearing the sidewalks. But up in that area, most of those properties are um, commercial, so it could, you know, what owns could could be on the top. But that's never been added to me either. On okay. one hand, right. and you got to know if I had the money, the resources, the people, I would. Do a whole lot more sidewalks if we could, but it's like anything else we only have. We only can do so much. So mm -hmm. that's where I'm at. So I'm just, you know, I just have a dialogue and see what you guys think of some of these things. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Yeah. Uh, do you the only thing I, you know, it's just, it's tough. It's a, you know, we did a poll recently and I don't have the actual data. It was just a, a meeting in person about other communities that have. A responsibility in your downtown core yeah. for business owners and residents, right? It's a little harder sometimes. I think too, there was some rigidity before the bylaw was repealed about, well, we're a resident, we don't do that, but a business has to. 
you know, there's not a lot of spaces where it's business, residence, residence, business, residence, business, residence, but I think if we're concentrating around the urban core here in downtown and or Franklin Crossing, you know, um, you know, I think there is a civic responsibility somewhere, somehow, where a lot of communities do have, you know, the ability, you know, where they do have on the books, like a certain jurisdiction. And I'm thinking from zoning, because we're all very there with zoning. I'm thinking like downtown commercial and GR5, right? Just basically. Yeah, maybe a little GR4 out towards Davis there. But, you know, it's up here on the map, mainly in pink um, in the center. You can see the common, you can see the triangle. And then we have green here, which are um, which would be the responsibility of DPW. But I think the proposed sidewalk snow removal by property owner, we the draft that Kate and Brutus came up with have property owners specifically labeled because it doesn't differentiate between a business or a resident. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know, this might be a little hokey, but I feel like getting people outside um, and asking them to, to shovel their area in front, you know, you know, Councilor Sheridan was in downtown, right? Like, gets you out to, like, meet your neighbors. <laughs> like, it recognizes when someone may be isolated or not be able to do it. I think it actually brings some people more together and maybe builds a little bit on that community. It is a burden, it, it, there's no question, and it is a responsibility. I think, uh, Madam Chair, the issue in the past is not focused so much on these dynamics, although I think we do need the support from the council and others to do stuff like that and say to the residents, even if you're a property owner, you gotta, you got to be a good neighbor and shovel your sidewalk, again, on those areas and those roads in the pink. But it's been about the fine, right? And do you give tickets out? And in the past, it was always, don't do it, don't do it, we can't enforce it, don't do it. And I think if, if we're gonna ask people to do it, you, you don't try to go hard on people, just like we do with everything else. We send a warning, yeah. a reminder, a heads up, we send a copy of the bylaw. Brutus does this a lot, particularly on the ones where people push snow back into the road. Yeah. That is an issue that is actually more a public safety thing too. And we go out and we just educate people. But in the past, the downtown residents and business owners have, I think years ago, were like, you know, just really against the fine. But there really is no other enforcement mechanism. At some point, if somebody's just gonna get a, a, a brutal stop by, give a warning, talk to them, educate them, if they just never do it, like at some point, you know, there has to be some enforcement mechanism. Otherwise, people are just gonna keep doing it, right? Um, and in the past, if I look here at the bylaw, um, you know, we didn't, we had a $25 fine. Mm -hmm. um, which I, I don't know, I, I don't really know the right number, but I feel like that's a reasonable yeah. amount, you know, and then maybe there has to be an escalation, like we do with other tickets to 50, 100, and then, you know, and then it's just 100, 100, 100, or whatever numbers we come up with. But I think the fine was Mr. Nutting, I mean, that was, I think, his issue is he was always put in the position of don't give out any fines. I think before he left, he just got really frustrated with it. He said, just take it off the books. Yeah, I remember. And, and I don't know if that's, I think since that, yeah, you, oh, you were here for that. And I don't know if, um, you know, since then, you know, I don't know if it's gotten better. Um, one thing Brutus didn't mention too with downtown is we usually get to that because of the, the school walkways, the roads, the road, all the other priorities. Oftentimes in a big snowstorm, we're bringing haulers down right. to haul out big, large chunks of snow, but really downtown needs to be done often. 
So yeah, we don't have to do the haulers, right? We, yeah. And it's got to be almost as if a school, it almost has to be on the, in my, our view, like the same priority ladder as like the walkability within a distance to a school. There's, it, and if business owners want people to come into their businesses to patron it, yeah. people have to feel a way to get in and say, right. so I know it's a burden on folks, but um, you know, Obviously, we're open to any ideas on the map. Well, I actually thought like we that it's really important to do it more often, and yeah. I and I know that um, you, Brutus, we don't plow until we get like four inches on the roads. Was it three, three. inches? Three we're inches? We're supposed to say three, but you got to know we go before that. <laughs> yeah, well, you put out yeah. you put out salt and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah. So you know, it's like we we had people that were trying to get to the train station. Like, and we had maybe two and a half inches of snow. Yeah. We don't plow then, but the sidewalk should be cleared for them. Right, so, I mean, right. That, that, you know, people need to be able to get to the amenities they want to get to. They need to be able to walk down the street here and get um, to the grocery store, and they need to be able to get to the train station and to get to the post office and get to the bakery so they can get coffee, right? And, um, and that's what we're trying to promote, like a walkable city. Walkable downtown. And, and one of the things I, I think, you know, I've talked to obviously other my peers out there, you know, with all of this, and you know, it's, it's getting people on board. But you gotta understand too, it's not like we're looking at town-wide thing. Like sometimes you have to do all the sidewalks. It doesn't matter if you live in a subdivision. Well, if you live in some subdivision, frankly, you got 200 feet of sidewalk. To do. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a real burden. Most of the most of the places that you know, not don't take everything. You know, there'll be some person at home. But they're only about 40 feet. The, the frontage is much smaller. Yeah. You're not doing this big space, so it's not a big deal. And we've all heard and you know put out there that you know there's an elderly person there or, or, or some other disability that you know that can't do it. Why why force them to do that? But I can tell you, you know, I've asked that question. How do you deal with that? Because that's the last thing that me or the police chief want to do right. is go give oh, a disabled person or an older person, you know, a ticket. We don't want to do that. Yeah. What typically happens is folks. Um, uh, they take care of their neighbors. They really right. do. Yeah. You know, and that just that, that comes out there. It, it, it ends up not really being a problem. There'll there'll always be one. You know, and that's just how it happens. But you know, we, we we can deal with that. But for most part, folks do take care of their neighbors and something like that. And it's, you know, I, mean, I would hope that it would engage people a little bit too. Be outside, wave to somebody, check in on them. I know it's hokey, but you know. Like to your example, Councilman Hamlin, of two and a half inches, and, and we're not out there plowing, it's really gonna pile up higher than that because at three inches we'll go out to trucks, but that's on the main, that's on the five truck route first. That's on the main arteries, right? And, and you're really not getting to downtown until much later. Of course, it depends on the school day, if you know, some of that stuff too, but, so it could be more inches than that. And if, if somebody was required to have to do that 40 feet on their property, well then you wouldn't have all that build up and hopefully you wouldn't have to have the haulers come and when the sidewalk plows are there and i think also you know i think the town does i mean i've been i've had been thought about this for a long time i think we have to contemplate and we'll see Bruce's infrastructure presentation later but i think we also have to contemplate some additional investments and in additional apparatus yeah you know maybe with free cash hopefully not having the snow and ice hold on it this year maybe we can even buy another machine you know, just to be out there in downtown and try to prioritize it to help people out too. You know, I think it's a two-way street, and I don't want to have anybody watching tonight feel like we're trying to 
take our responsibility and put it on other people, but I think it's a team effort. Right now, it's just citizens are just going out if they want to. Um, there's really no message from the community, even myself, leadership, saying, please do this, right? right. Do the right thing. No, we need an educational campaign. Educational about campaign about it. Divide, right? Yeah, and, and also, I, well, that's why I mentioned like the when do you start the plow, yeah. um, and and the buildup of the snow. Like when does it get to be too deep for people to walk in and you know maybe not be safe? Yeah. Right? Well, it, the other thing too is don't forget it doesn't have to be deep. You get an inch of snow, and we have a you know it always depends on the weather pattern after. But if it freezes after, right. you got an inch of ice. Yeah. And we're we're treating roadways. We're not you know we're not. We don't really we don't have equipment to salt sidewalks. I know. I know. So that's what I think about a lot too is the maintenance of it. And when we get those freeze thaws, the sun comes out, yeah, too. and then it freezes at night, and it's really really slippery. Like that's not safe either. So we need some kind of maintenance of, of the sidewalks where people are going to walk to the train station. No. Yeah. Um. Councilor Sheridan, do you have any? any comments about like where you live and, and how do you guys take care of the sidewalk? Yeah, so I always did the sidewalk because I thought I was supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that message out there. The only thing is uh, I live in the corner of rest in Walnut. So I can do the front, but I can't do that in the corner. So you know, what I usually do is try to make it onto the street. Yep. Yeah. Because at that corner it can get very high. It's all we, we, we push it up. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I can give the person a ticket because it's going in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's a really good point, right? That's what I worry about, is that when it gets built up like that, how does anybody you can't. Yeah. get through that? Well, I, I think, you know, with our machines that, you know, when we go out there after the big snowblowers, yeah. We just shoot it over, right. we'll cut a path right through it. I mean, I, you've seen pictures. Well, yeah, you can, but I can't. I can't. Like, Patrick well, can't shut that. But I think, you know, it, it's like anything else that, you know, we, we do as town officials, whether it's a public works thing. It's, you know, <laughs> we're never going to get it all the time, all the right, perfect. Okay. Right. But if we look at something like this and we actually get to a situation where, you know, both, you know, 95% of the sidewalks are clear, we get a call, you know, or a wall on West, I see the in. We send the machine over, we'll clean it up. You know, and we'd be able to do that. You know, and that's that's just part of you know getting it done. We get you know we get calls all the time. Never mind the sidewalk. You know, we're out there plowing snow and we push up the corner like a Jordan Road. You know, that's a that's a big one because that's a tough one when you come down the hill. Yeah. So we'll go out there afterwards and um, you know clean up that corner. We move the snow around, do the best we can. And if people right, so get mad, people can see coming out of the road. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because you can't. It's a visibility issue. Yeah. That's just, that's for automobile traffic. Yeah. And of course, people get mad at us when we put snow on property. And it's got. Well, going on with like Jamie's point, two things. Uh, my family owned a house in Brighton, and uh, the neighbors there they bought they bought industrial snowblower. They all tripped together, and they just took turns <laughs> doing it. Hmm. And. Uh, so I hope nonprofits that their property owners they do it too. And a lot of them already do it at churches. I'm looking at them as yes, and I look at Dean College as yes, because yes. they, you know, because they do the driver, they do the. Yeah, I'll say because you guys can't say it. Who has a lot of walkers? That's true. Dean College. Yeah. You know, you guys can't say that, but I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not elected this time. <laughs>
And I'm not throwing Dean College under the bus, no, but true. it's, it's yeah. two things. They, you, they're students, they're going downtown. Yeah. And right. that's part of we want to, you know, go to Santa Fe Burrito on Monday. Right. They're all Dean students. I love it going there too. Great. But, yeah. <laughs> But Plus that's they have the equipment too because they're doing a little sacrifice. And they have a, you know, once you like, I, you know, I was talking about the other places, they have Bright Star or something, they have a landscape company that comes in right. and does all their stuff. It's, it's no, and they do actually, they do a lot of sidewalks in all fairness, yeah. you know, in their area. Yeah. They, they stay on top of them. So, so I don't think it's a big, they're already doing it now. Jamie, there's a question in the chat, I think. Can you, is that from Allie? Uh, if Allie's, probably, if yeah. Allie can. Yeah, from a disability perspective, even the slightest coating of ice or snow is a barrier and unsafe, so thank you for having the conversation and considering enforcing the clearing of such with a smiley face. <laughs> thank you for the smiley face, thank Allie. You, Allie. We always know you're smiling. <laughs> it's always a... Um, and a big thumbs up for yeah, Allie, too. Yeah. So. It's, um, you know, those are the things we have to remember. Yeah. Right? The, for us, for some people, it might be easy to go through that, but yeah. And so that's, that's another level of hardship, right? right. Yeah, yeah. And I and so that's one of the things I think about, like, well, what is that that level of like if it's like two inches deep, you have to go, you have to go shovel it, or do we like do we want to get that specific? No. <laughs> no. You don't. Because it, it, when you when you do something like that, then you you put a criteria on it, and it could, especially with uh, snow, you know, it could change within hours. Right. So you know there there could be two inches of snow at six a.m. in the morning. In the afternoon, it could be three quarters of an inch of snow. Right. I, I would I would leave it. This is my suggestion: is just kind of leave it open ended. You need to clear your sidewalk. Yeah. And then what's the definition of that? You know, you kind of go up there. And, you kind of because the people are going to do it anyways, and the people are going to fight on it. They're going to fight. So, you know, if people say, I know I gotta clear my sidewalk, there's gonna be people that are gonna go out there and they're gonna shovel the sidewalk, they'll snowball the sidewalk, they'll, they'll put salt on there. There'll be people that will go out there at the beginning of the storm, the middle of the storm, the end of the storm. Other people wait 12 hours later. You know, whatever, it, it kind of works out. But ultimately, we get goals, we clear our sidewalks to make safe passage. I right. think, I've always found if you try to get it too specific, you kind of, A, you're limiting yourself, and mm -hmm. it's also not good for them. So it's kind of a little more open ended. The original bylaw had a, did not have a, um, a depth, but had a 12-hour right. requirement to remove all snow and ice. So I think, you know, thinking from Allie's perspective too, not just the snow. That's the that's where the ice yeah. is really yeah. difficult. Somebody with a cane. Uh, we did hear George Conley's story several years ago, and hanged high. Right? He was really upset, and he should have been. He took a huge. Him and his wife took a huge spill on in front of hanged high. Um, you know. Just want to make sure I note to everybody, there's two different greens on here. The DPW is taking responsibility for the dark green ones, for the thick, bold ones. The, those are the main arteries. You'll see greens like over here and like some of the side streets. Those do would not have any requirement associated with them, just a street, right? Just to highlight the street. So, we don't have on here like residents on like some of the smaller streets are required to. That would be something where we need to make those pink, mm -hmm. um, you know, because I think Brutus has already articulated to get another layer down on sidewalks that deep. And that's another question that you know you don't have to do it now. You can see how this goes. 
we get down the line, you know, but I mean, I just want to make sure everyone's aware that some of those little smaller residential streets in downtown are not either on here as required by property owner to remove and or is not included with DPW removing those um, sidewalks. So they're inherently responsible to some degree anyway. Do I have that right, Bruno, or did mm -hmm. I get that wrong? No. I did. Okay. Thank you, Madam Chair. No, I'm confused. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, looking at um, Diaz Station 117 is right there. Yeah. I assume, I, I kind of thought that they plowed that sidewalk anyways. Do they do that? We do. Do you do it? Okay. okay. So, every, I'm looking at this map right now, everything that's in, in green yeah. is actually, that's on our side. That's what we do. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now. The stuff that's being highlighted on pink, mm -hmm. some of that, you, you can't tell which one's green, which one's not, but those are the ones that would be uh, commercial or retail that would have to, that, those are the ones that would lift the burden off us. Okay, because that's a new sidewalk too. Correct. Yeah. And then we have the no, areas, but then you have the areas like Jamie's talking about, and a good one, what we just talked, Dean. That sidewalk's never was added there before, so that's not on our list right now. Mm -hmm. But it would be by, by an area to do, which I think is an important one to do. Thank you for this. This is great. Uh, yeah, you know, t touching on why we're doing this, A, there's already a, a current need as uh, touched upon, uh, particularly some of our lowest income uh, communities who are the ones that you see walking down. East Central uh, to get to the groceries or, or yeah. uh, to the train, um, and then certainly um, making sure that we have shared accessibility for, for all users. Um, those are important, but especially as we, you know, look to rebuild a, a walkable core. Uh, part of that is a culture in which you can reasonably expect. Uh, to be able to use walking, to have walking access to your needs. But as soon as that becomes unreliable, you now have to change, uh, or you have to buy a vehicle and um, start using that uh, more regularly. You, you, you have to um, maybe move away, right? So a lot of it is about reliability. That's why this is important. And if you look to almost every, really almost every walkable uh, core in Massachusetts, uh, there's some expectation for property owners uh, to clear. Um, the most recent census I could find was in 2012, MAPC uh, did a census of um, 68 uh, communities and a lot had um, yeah, downtown. So I, I think it's reasonable. Some of my questions that uh, came up are, are thoughts. Um, oh, and I, I walked around and talked to some downtown uh, business owners and a lot were like, oh, no, we've already been doing it. Yeah. We've already what? We've, we've already, already been, been doing, doing, it. doing it. Oh, yeah, we didn't know we had to, like, we could stop. It, so. <laughs> well, let's cool. tell Don't We shouldn't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, you, you touched upon uh, 140. That did come to mind. I mean, that's an important one. What is our ability to enforce the uh, like, can, can, yeah, is that our sidewalk to enforce and say that that's your responsibility? State owned. Yeah, so like, is this, 
Is this enforceable anywhere on 140? I mean, whatever, anywhere on the I state. Because well, state think, on 140 starts like more centrally than what we're labeling here. Right? Yeah, Beaver, near Beaver Street, right? Yeah, yeah. So state just past Beaver state Street ends. out yeah. to the Bellingham state line, or Bellingham town line. Right. That, that's all the state. And then just right out here on the other side of, uh, right, say by Shaw's is out to Rentham. They own that. Yeah. But we maintain that. I mean, we, we, we clear those, we can. I think what this bylaw says, it's not necessarily to tell the state to do it, it's telling the commercial property behind it. And, you, and we can do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For example, the big Y. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And cool. Uh, yeah, it would be, oh, I guess it's that's just state highway, there's no owner, that's why you, you don't have it all the way up on the other side of one. 495 on 140 you're saying that's yeah that well that's just that's not on my list now we've never done it yeah i mean you know any one of these you all can add to the list anytime you want and i'm going to sit here and say i'm equipment to do it now but you yeah, can but you can, can add that whole road you can you can right. add chestnut pleasant it's it's true you can add whatever you want and i'm going to have to figure out how to do it for relic on that like is it even a reason is it even someone that we could do reason i don't even know who well yeah the gorilla owns it dairy farmers of america just yeah yeah sorry you tell them to do it <laughs> yeah yeah because that that is the the only area how much of this mirrors like what uh who was previously being asked before or do we never put a geographic label on it no, it was never. It was. I think it was a downtown. Wasn't it downtown? It was. There was never a geographic element to it. It was okay. just kind of like as operations expanded and <clears throat> comments came in about school, like you know, school zones and stuff. We just added, 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 um, and then through the years, Brutus and his team have been more efficient with certain things and salt purchasing. We've just been able to triage it through, um, and then it really, as Brutus said earlier, a couple snowstorms, you know, a bunch of a few years ago just kind of expectations have gone up as they should. Yeah. And the money until this year in the budget never went in at all. <laughs> so, you know, actually it's a perfect time because we just did get the new snowblower snowblow plow and we just did put in the full amount that we need for snow and ice removal in the budget this year. So, yeah. and I'd like to believe that, you know, I would imagine it'll be a couple of winters. If, if this were to go in effect hypothetically now, for this coming winter, there'd be an educational year and an operational year of like seeing how this all goes. Uh, and then I think you'd really be looking at the following winter to say, okay, you know, now we're gonna enforce it a lot more, or you know, yeah. do we need more money? Do we need more equipment? Like what are the needs? Are there are people doing their jobs? You know, yeah, debrief. So I, yeah, in, in terms of actual area, you know, I appreciate the, I don't, for those at home, uh, we, have, we have a pedestrian demand analysis. Um, that's actually a somewhat outdated one, but. No, this is a little different. This is one of our latest studies we did. And I was actually gonna show it tonight to the full uh, council, but this came up. And basically, our consultant looks at the high demand areas where sidewalks are, and it's highlighted. You can see the two areas on it. That's the major one to right. the house. Those are the ones kind of really want to focus on. Right, and that's what this is, is somewhat. It does. It does mirror. It yeah. was actually we did a study. It came back and said, "Yeah, we knew that, but it's yeah. validated by a third party." So that means I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's right. I appreciate you, you know, being thoughtful about uh, about labeling. The only one that stood out 
was um, getting the yeah the new Westerly uh, yeah. oh, type residence to uh, the Forge Park. That's that's really the only one that's like you know it's a pretty recent pedestrian demand, but it is a pedestrian demand. And just looking at is that reasonable for us to put on those property owners uh, would be the only one that I, I would add. Uh, I, I, yeah, I was looking at a few others. It seems like six hours after a snowstorm is. Uh, is reasonable, but certainly open to uh, thoughts. Um, I definitely do think we need to enforce. I do think we can ramp up, you know, start at 25, but um, have it ramp up. That's an important piece of this. Um, ask those. Oh, uh, and you know, just before we actually, you know, next time it would be nice to actually, you know, be voting on a policy, but we should uh, loop in both the downtown partnership and do we still have the Dean neighborhood um, meetings going since? This we'll find out this evening because uh, President Elmore will be here and then he'll also be here at the September 6th meeting. Um, so I would imagine after summer they'll probably be back up summer. again. Shot. Shot. But I don't, we don't have, I just to be clear, there's no date on the calendar that I'm aware of yet. Yeah. So, so that, but that, you know, that could be a worthwhile, uh, that would be a worthwhile group to, to bring it to because those are people mm -hmm. living in and around uh, the downtown. I like where he's going with this. I'm wondering, the, the six hours is interesting because I do think expectations have risen up and mobility is 24-7. But six hours is short. Um, I'm wondering if a value statement in the bylaw even, as I'm reading it, about how encouraging property owners to not wait for the 12, full 12 hours, <laughs> but to try to consistently maintain that sidewalk for yeah expanded mobility at least would set a tone and kind of encourage people right to do it um, yeah might be something that might be like a, i think kobe's point of the culture is really a good one mm -hmm. i think we want to build that culture of this is just inevitable and kindness matters and this is the thing we want to do right i, I couldn't of, agree with let's more take care of our neighbors yeah, yeah. Um, make Absolutely. sure people can get through safely and people walk downtown yeah and like we are a town where people walk downtown. Yeah. And yeah. you, can, you and can reasonably expect to live there and be able to walk to your reason. And I think that's why I asked that's why I asked about like 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 can we like make sure that people start if there's two two inches of snow, but I like that idea of just making it like just go out there and take care of it, you know, and maintain it. Yeah. yeah. Lead with your expectation is that you're yeah. that you're okay. you'll be down by and then sort of follow with there are penalties if you choose not to so, help. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, it's great what you say. I, I do think six hours is really, it's, uh, yeah, I think that'd be too short because say the storm stops at eight o'clock at night, you know, they could have to clean up at two in the morning, four in the morning, that ain't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. um, I can tell you from experience and, and what is similar to this is um, the one day a week watering. I can tell you when that program started, it was like people didn't do it you know but once you get the ball rolling public education it's good for environment and all the different reasons you know people in franklin fall one day a week water you know yeah. there's always going to be something don't get me wrong and those are the people you have to deal with whether it's 12 hours or 24 hours right right and i'll tell you what one of the things that uh you've heard me tell the story before it's um folks tend to because the last thing I want to do, I'm already the snow police, okay? I'm the water police, I'm the trash police, and you know, it's, it's one of the banes of my job, absolutely hate it. That's the last thing I want to do, is go out and do it. But through public education, if you get the right message out there,
people police themselves. I'm telling you, it's like, we want to call it public shaming, but I mean, people out there that have the green lawn, you know, and their neighbor doesn't, you know, they they, they kind of feel bad. And and, and I always, I always make the joke, it wasn't this year because we had the wettest spring ever, but um, you know, like last year when the, you know, the water conservation plan goes into effect, people send me stuff. You know, they, they circle Google Maps. You can yes. check out this guy. But they got to talk to him. They do. You know, and they post pit. You know, I'm not doing it, but I've seen people post on Facebook or somebody else say, hey, can you believe this guy's water? You know, someone in town. Yeah. And then they, everybody else sees it. So, you know, it's gotten to the point where, you know, like last year's, this year you can't say, but like last year we had a drought all July. You know, it is what it is. And you know, that's a Franklin Brown lawn we're kind of known for. It's kind of like, some people think it's a pride. You know, I get a brown lawn Franklin. Some people say, I, I save money, right? But do you really want to be that one, I just say it to you now, you're gonna be that one resident or one business that doesn't do it. You're gonna look like a freaking idiot. I'm just telling you. Everybody, the whole road's done, but you don't do it. Yeah. Do you want to be that person? Then you're gonna come, and they will. There'll be someone to do it, and they'll fight, and they'll want their 12 hours, and. They'll take a fine because there are people that will take a fine yeah. to you know prove why they want. And, and there's really nothing we can do about that at the end yeah. of the day because they don't care. But um, for the most part, and I really say like 99% of the time, I think it would take some public education. It's a lot of it to get out there, mm-hmm. and then you, you instill a sense of community, and then you instill a sense of um, uh, just accomplishment. And you, it's all, it's all good, and then, and then it just becomes a habit. You don't even think about it. It's just not. So. I think. Um like a, a public service announcement, announcement with Allie, what she just said to us, right? Yeah. I like yeah. to let people, yeah. yeah, so people are aware how difficult it is for some people to get through mm-hmm. it. would make That's a huge right. difference. Um, I do have a question about, so the, the area that Kobe was mentioning, um, so it's just not on, you just ha- don't have a color on it because you've never taken nope. care of it before. Nope. Is that, that's, that's why? Mm-hmm. We've never gone past 495, the Pond Street. Okay. We just don't. All right, but I I agree. I think that's a really important area to make sure that we can people can get around. Right. The ideal would be the, the property owners because those would be large property. Owners, yeah. right? Their apartment, their landlords. Their they are probably already have a the scale there. They have a contract with somebody ready to clear. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and there are actually if you, if you aren't many at, property owners over there. But if you look at Act, this, yeah, like actually there aren't as many property owners over there as you as one would think, because the properties are very wide. Dairy farmers of America are the Vernon Family Trust. They own numerous parcels. Yeah. So it's not as many as we think, and I think we've already hammered out all the other. I think it's a good idea, and see what happens. I mean, if yeah, so don't just, like it, they'll, they'll let us know. Just so you're clear with my message to you, I'm really happy if they do it. Please don't ask me to add to my list. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's going to make it longer. I just wanted to know why we, <laughs> no. pink. Why uh, we don't. I was thinking. Pink. Pink. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, I want, the, I, want the, I, I want the commercial properties to do it, not me. Yeah, we put it in pink, but I, that's, I just wanted to clarify why it wasn't in pink yet. And it's because we've never done it. We've never done it. That's that's all I wanted to understand. Absolutely. Kobe, I think you still have some questions. My only other thought with with all of this, um, this is the policy piece, but there is still a a practice piece of, uh, you 
know, how we choose to prioritize. And I've raised this before. I'll take the opportunity to raise it again. Currently, we have at max operation like 16 plows going around town. Uh, you, I'm not sure you're asking. Full plows. Like our trucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we put about 32 out. And 32. Then we, and then we hire anywhere or where I want to be. We put about 65. We'd probably like to get to 80 something. Contractors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just for the roadways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we have yeah. four basically dedicated sidewalk machines. Yeah, so I don't know why I say so third, the, the, Yeah, that's a lot. Um, and, and, and it's my understanding the current practice is, you know, the first sidewalk doesn't get touched until the last road uh, is finished. And I, I've raised this. Flat roads, sidewalks are also behind public buildings, right? police station, fire station, town hall, schools, then sidewalks. Yeah, okay, that's the third tier. Yeah, and I think that as we look to change culture, uh, certainly not you know all hands on deck uh, switching to the sidewalk. But if we could put one or two people, you know, after the first six hours of um, having ninety people tackling the tackling the uh, the roads, um, that helps us create this culture where um, people can rely on having uh, clear sidewalks. I I rarely get feedback on. My random uh, statements throughout. That was one of the most popular statements I ever made in terms of just getting having random people reach out to me um, and, and say thank you. So uh, I do think that there is a demand for uh, a, a little more timely clearance uh, of essentially on here the green roads. Uh, so not waiting until it's the last. Thing. And then, you know, just in every the thing about snow, it's it's not like cutting grass. Actually, cutting grass, it's really every storm's different. And you know, and, and and I say as a public works director, it's the perfect example of everybody can be a Monday morning quarterback. You should have done this way. You should have done that way. You should, you know, it, it's just the way we try to do the best we can. And you know, I feel I do it correct. What ninety nine percent of the time, boss, maybe yeah. once I mess up. <laughs> but no, it, it happens. But um, it, it just in an operational type thing, we think of the downtown, the more denser areas. We we actually really have to stop plowing the roadways first because we'd be doing the same thing over because if we're still plowing the snow, you know, we push a lot of times we push the snow on the sidewalks. Right. So once we're done plowing, then we can start working on sidewalks. Maybe it's maybe some areas are looked at that we're doing the same time as clearing school or something like that or, or municipal plan. You follow me? Mm -hmm. But we have to at least it would make no sense, I'm just being honest with you, in these dense areas to keep plowing plowing snow and do sidewalks at the same time because they're just gonna be going one's thrown one way, one's thrown the other way. So yeah, this is how the conversation went last time, and I think partly I might be misunderstood. I mean, we're already prioritizing certain areas, right? There's, there's a certain amount that right? I'm not saying you put someone on on a sidewalk, the, uh, you know, a sidewalk plow the first time we put a road plow out, but by the time we've hit the main areas, right, which we you have your main loop, uh, now we're getting into into uh, the least dense. Uh, roads uh, in town while we're like redoing those least sense roads in, in town we, that's know, we can have to correct one your, or two people that's not how it works so we we have the whole town is basically being done when we're more plowing we have vehicles everywhere at the same time so you, you could be way out of Maple Street like we're not doing one well one our section one for you that's an example but we're not doing 
I don't know, Oak Street before Oak Tree Lane. You know what I'm saying? They're all being done at the same time. We have vehicles everywhere. So it's not like the downtown gets cleared before the outside town. Everything's being done at the same time. Okay, I always thought that six ruck, this five truck. That's, five truck. that's for salting. You are correct about that. That's when we go out and salt. So we have the priority areas for salting, and then we'll tear up, and then we might salt the whole town, and that takes longer. Got it, got it, got it. But when we hit, when we actually put plows out, there's a plow going to the north side of town, east side, west side, everything in Boleyn. That's where we want to be. Everybody's plowing at the same time because of safety. And then sometimes the downtown might be done first, sometimes it'd be done last, depending on what equipment shows up. And stuff like that but our idea is basically we're all doing the same thing we're all finishing at the same time whatever that duration is okay and that's helpful i'll still like sort of let my point stand that as or, you know as much as we can continue to prioritize uh, sidewalks amongst you know our many priorities uh when snow storm hits. sure jamie do you have thing measure I, I think what i think the message and i hope this is what kobe wants to hear we're hearing a possible 20% reduction in responsibility from the town yeah, yeah. where that can essentially get reallocated. You know, it's not going to be like a, a Google search, which just instantaneously flick a switch and it changes. But I think to, to the word culture and, you know, the more that um, this reduces their responsibility and hopefully we can look at investments in equipment, you know, maybe at some point we can just prioritize downtown and Franklin Crossing with almost a, almost a dedicated piece of equipment to to find a way with through you and Carlos into the, depending on the storm, into the operations to just say like, we're, we're now freeing up time and guys to go do this. We're gonna prioritize the next sidewalk area. We're really gonna double down in the in Franklin Crossing in the downtown, especially because those people on this map mm -hmm. now have a legal responsibility with some teeth to, to do that neighborhood, right? Yeah. And I think, I, I hope that that's, the direction yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to go, what you're really aiming to go, is to say, if there's a next spot to really hone in on and get down to the brick and the asphalt and the cement, <laughs> it's the sidewalks in around the main core yeah. right. of Franklin Crossing. Right. Um, the one question I had for the for the group before adjourned is, in Council Sheridan's neighborhood, east, west, uh, you know, that area right now is DPW responsibility. I'm not trying to throw, we already know that Patrick didn't know that it came up. <laughs> I'm just looking at that area as one other high, that's a, that's a high walkable area. And mm -hmm. we do know of some people over there with disabilities. Do you, does the council think that area should be turned pink? Again, doubling our efforts, you got two way street, you got the residents plus you got the DPW that we're talking about here, but that seems like a high, Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like a very walkable place from a lot of Dean College because a lot of residents, there's people with disabilities I know over in that area. Maybe that's a helpful area, but I don't want to pile too much on everybody either. <laughs> right. I, I was, I was kind of, I'm kind of surprised it's not pink. Yeah. I, to be honest with you. I'm reflecting on but, it um, literally right now. Because it is. What do you think? I agree. You live there, so you tell us. Yeah. And I was thinking about the uh, station problems too. Yeah, because they have their own equipment that they're all using for their own sidewalks, so why not? Well, I, well that's, I that's think here. Way to look that's at here. This. I know. Well, yeah. Well, we're, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're pretty darn close to getting downtown commercial district yep. and general residential five. And the only place that isn't general residential five is the exact place that you're, right. uh, that, that's still in green, uh, is the place that you're saving from. So, you know, as we look to say that like culture is about, you know, where we zone and are, you know, are we looking to 
yeah, create certain neighborhoods and certain places. I think using those uh, as the as building off point, which includes, yeah, so yeah, I, I don't, that, that's where I would go on in terms of like the next map would be, yeah, Church, Walnut, East, west, uh, all the and West, Mason, this side of West, uh, you know. And that's say that section of Union Street. There's a certain and the section. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what actually brought up. Uh, section of Union Street. Yeah, that whole little triangle right there. Yeah, that, that, that does get a lot of walkable folks. Yeah. Yes, the 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 yeah. in the play. Well, yeah. where the property are, so we would end yeah. up doing yeah. that. Which again, kind of highlights that plow will get down there too and help out. Yeah, you know, right. especially a big storm. Yes. And I guess the depth, you know, just bring it. If, if everybody's comfortable with that, if if you move forward with the bylaw proposal. You know, we'll do a redo of the map to make sure it's clear for the next meeting, but the worst thing that can happen is we have a debate with the full council and yeah. we reduce streets. I, I, I don't know, but I think that's an area that just has a lot of foot track on, on Franklin Cross. I think Cross. so, too. And, and it's downtown. It's like you can yeah. walk through all through there. All yeah. Through. Okay. Yeah. okay. I appreciate that. I have a station. I have a that's, well, that's already there. That's there. Okay. Well, station 117 is here. That's the goes all the way up. Okay. Yeah, the other one that's GR5, that came to my mind was the Alpine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Milk in that, you know, yeah. 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 Which is to me, it's up to you guys. I mean, it's very walkable, too. It is very walkable. And it's consistent along East Central Street, and to Kobe's point earlier. It's not, and it's not green. It's yeah. not. So we don't do those. We just do that one stretch on Milliken. So if we want to add that neighborhood too, I think that probably makes a lot of sense. Okay. I think it does. Yeah. All right. That's great. Okay. So we're going to come up with a plan, the roads we talked about. Come up with a map. Kate, redo the map. Oh, yeah. So I want to make sure. Adjustments. I mean, right. I got the notes and I'll go over Jamie. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do. But we're also considering the other, the other commercial properties too, and then also the zoning areas, right? Right. Yes. Okay. Cool. And then, and then I'll 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 work with the town attorney um, and his amazing uh, summer coat. I was going to say. Um, I'm jealous. He looks pretty Maybe I'll talk straight to the coat. Uh, but we'll work with him on some of that language, Madam Chair. And at the next CDC meeting, we'll bring it back and we can work with him to just talk about the kind of value statement. But if everybody's comfortable with the former bylaw, I am. Just we just need to amend it a little bit. Um, but the former bylaw was right, well written well. It just got repealed. <laughs> right. I know, I know. And I think we just need to add on some of what we've talked about at this meeting. Yes. Right. Add Say, on. you know, look to the map. And a second, and a, yeah, exactly. Reference to the map and a second, a second um, violation, third violation. Yes. Okay. And we'll just look back at the rest of the code and make it commensurate with other, like maybe the water. Yeah, Mark's good with that. He'll, he'll come up with a fine that's right. appropriate. Right. No, because that'll get a line up. Right. Right. So, right. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Uncle Lenz. Motion All in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Thank you, everyone. Hi. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. 
For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.